It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.07 on a Saturday morning, 67 degrees outside. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful in your landscape, in your garden, in your home, dealing with nature. Nature's forces outside may be doing things that you don't want them to do or maybe doing things you want to get around. If you have a question about what to do with your lawn, your flowers, your trees, your shrubs, anything like that, 404 872 0750. Tom's in Canton had a great question about what his roommate, I believe, left for him. What's the story, Tom? And I had a roommate last year. They were, he's really in the garden. And, yeah. and after he left this fall, I was cleaned up last week and found about two gallons of eggshells and about three gallons of old coffee. And I was wondering, <laughs> what the heck? Do I, sell, <laughs> do I put it in a compost pile? or? So well, I was just curious. Yeah, I, I think if you have if you have any inclination to fertilize uh, plants or plant something outdoors, eggshells and coffee grounds are not miracle things, but they're organic. And so the eggshells add some calcium to the soil, I guess, and the coffee grounds add organic matter to the soil. That's good. They'll be feeding the little microbes, microbes and soil organisms that live outside. So I would not... Throw them away, put them in the garbage. Sure, put them outside in a compost pile if you have one. Scatter them underneath your shrubbery if you want to put them there. But I wouldn't throw them away. They do have value. Sure, yeah. Okay, it was like a general purpose uh, fertilizer. Or well, they're not going to fertilize better. anything. A fertilizer is something that has that has nitrogen or phosphorus or potassium in them, and your coffee grounds and the eggshells don't have any of those three. They have calcium, yeah, but not much calcium even then from the eggshells. But they don't have any of the real things that a plant wants. The plant wants nitrogen to make the leaves grow. It wants phosphorus to help the roots to grow and to store energy. It likes potassium to help the cells to be strong. And your things that you have in that pile that your roommate left don't have any of those three major things that a plant wants. So it's not a fertilizer. In other words, the things that you have are not fertilizers. They just help the soil to be a little healthier. If you want to fertilize and get something that has fertilizer in the label, it says ten five ten or ten 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 or you know whatever it is that is in the in the in the bag that has the nitrogen and phosphorus and fertilizer in it. Kind of like a supplement, more or less. Yeah, the stuff you have is a supplement, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I know when I send a sample off of where my garden is, they recommend it go with ten ten ten. Uh huh. And it seemed to be working real good. All right. See, you got the nitrogen, the phosphorus, and the potassium the plants want. And the university tested your soil and found exactly what they what they wanted and told you how much to put down, and you're good to go. I appreciate the input. Hey, Have Tony, a good weekend. Thanks for calling, man. Use the same. Thank you, sir. By the way, if you want to test your soil or have your soil tested, I should say, by the University of Georgia, it's easy to do, cheap and easy. Most Pike Nurseries, as a matter of fact, have the little test kits by the cash register. So go to a Pike Nursery and say, do you have a soil test kit here? Or you can go to my website, or not my website, but just a page that I've put together called georgiasoiltest.com. It gives you the details of why the soil test, how to get it done, and uh, how much it costs. It's, again, cheap. It's 5 or $6, $7, something like that. But your local extension office, or maybe a little bit more if you mail the soil in yourself. 
But nonetheless, soil testing is a great idea. You get a report that tells you exactly what you need to put in the soil to make your plants healthy. Judy is in Flowery Branch and joins us. Hey, Judy, good morning. Good morning, Walter. I, I want to tell you how thoroughly enjoy your show and try to listen to it every Saturday oh, morning. That's very nice of you to say. I, thank you. I have what I am trying to do is I'm having to um, try to revamp my island in front of my house. I have two: one very large tree and one smaller tree. Okay. And it's been suggested that I, I'm having roots on the smaller tree interfere with it's killing the grass and everything in mm. front because there is sun coming in, but the roots have just covered the ground and they're okay. surface roots. Mm. Is it okay to do away with some of those roots or would it injure the tree? What I don't of, want to hurt the tree. What kind of tree is this that you have that's making the maple? Maple. Like a regular maple. sugar maple or a red maple yes. or one of the common ornamental Red trees. maple. It's a red maple. I do not want you to cut those roots without the advice of somebody on the ground to tell you that it's okay. And so I can't okay. do that from the radio station here. So, uh, Judy, you need to really get what's called an ISA certified arborist. They're tree lovers that uh, li that work for tree companies, but they're the ones who tell the tree company whether the tree has to be taken down or how to save trees. And that's mainly what you right. want is how to save your maple, but still to not have to deal with the roots. And the thing that an ISA certified arborist can do is look at the tree and look at how it leans, what's the weight on either side of it, whether a root can be removed without danger or whether it would be better to keep the roots in place because they anchor the tree down. And I, again, can't do that. Don't want to take the liability of telling you to take a root out when I really think the, you know, the tree could fall as a result. So get an ISA certified arborist right. and let them tell you so what those, to do. So uh, those top roots kind of anchored the tree. Absolutely. As, as, okay. Every root All does. right. I was concerned. I was concerned about it, and I don't do, want to do anything to um, injure it, you know, because it's a, a nice-looking tree. And I just wanted to ask and try to find out, because that's what someone had advised, that would just take out the roots because no, no, that no, didn't no, do anything. No, the top no, no, roots no, no, no. didn't. What about just putting dirt anything. on top of the roots, Judy? Well, we, we might could do that. I may have to suggest that to him. It's probably going to cost me more because I'll have to bring in the dirt. Yeah. But um, I can suggest that maybe let's just add dirt on top and then see if you can put down the uh, Bermuda over that and see if it'll take root and let's don't dig up the root. I doubt Bermuda is going to grow underneath the maple tree because it's too shady underneath there. Well, it, it, it's it's kind of weird, though. It gets a lot of sun coming in mm -hmm. underneath it somehow, and it's really sunny at some time. So hopefully... Fingers um, crossed. I'll cross my I, fingers. You cross yours, and we'll see what please. happens. <laughs> I, I, I would appreciate it. Thank you so much. You I appreciate the advice. Thanks for calling. Mm -hmm. If you need an arborist, by the way, they're easy to find. They have a website, georgiaarborist.org, and you go there, you see a lot of tree companies, and the ISA certified people will have their number right beside their name. You know, John Smith, ISA certification number one two two four five six seven. You know, Judy, whatever, Davidson, my certification number is blah, 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 blah. They are trained every year. They have continuing education training every year to make sure they are up on the latest issues of tree health, how to save trees, and not have to cut them down. Eric is in Stone Mountain. Oh, us. Eric, good morning. Come back to the phone, Eric. Good morning. Hey, Eric. Good morning. morning. 
Yeah, how you doing? Doing fine. How can I help? I have um, I started my yard in Georgia a couple of years ago, and I have um, on some of my edges on my driveway and flower bed, I have Bermuda grass trying to come back up. Yeah. And uh, I need to try to get that out if I can. Just trying to Whew. see if you had a selective herbicide I could spray to get that. No, I don't. And it's the easiest thing to do, honestly, Eric, and this is just the wipe it out and replace. <laughs> we call it R&R, Roundup and Replace, uh, where the Bermuda is growing, spray a little bit of Roundup in there and try to kill it, just the Bermuda grass, spray just on the Bermuda grass and the zoysia, and then encourage the zoysia to spread over that dead spot and let that be your way of control because there's nothing selective that'll do it, really. The only thing that comes close, and I'll give you a slight maybe here, Eric. If you look on the label of products that say um, chickweed, clover, and oxalis killer, the purple label, ortho, chickweed, clover, and oxalis killer, one of the things I noticed on the label when I read it is that this product hurts Bermuda grass. This product is tolerated by zoysia grass. So it won't kill the Bermuda, but it'll set it back. So if you wanted to use the oxalis, clover, and uh, uh, what did I say, oxalis and clover killer with a purple label on it, you could try right. that and uh, okay. see if it helps to suppress the Bermuda. But the best way, easiest way for most people is simply to spray it with Roundup and let the zoysia grow in. Okay, well, I have Roundup nightmares already. <laughs> well, in that case, you know, use something else. Use something else. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Good talking right. to you, Eric. Thanks for calling. Thank- 404, somebody else was talking to Derek. Couldn't decide who was talking to Eric besides me. 404-872-0750 gets you in to take Eric's place. In the next half hour, David and Tucker will join us. Dana in Columbus has hydrangeas not doing too well, and Joe in Lovejoy has centipede lawn and wants to know how to get rid of the moss there. It's 817. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Weather update marked by Finley Roofing. Today, the high is 86, low 68 overnight. Sunny day today and tomorrow, even sunnier. High of 90 degrees, low of 70 overnight. Your full weekend forecast because of the 10 minutes on News 95. 5 at AM 750 WSB. 404 872 is my number this morning at 823. Let's go to the phones. We've got to do Tom in Kennesaw. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning, Walter. Hey, Tom. I've heard about a non-toxic weed killer of uh, vinegar, Epsom salts, and dish mm-hmm. soap. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering your thoughts on that. Is there a, is there a res- residual I need to worry about? How how soon can I plant in that area after I use it? What you really want to know is, does it work? Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. Oh, really? Don't okay. use it. It doesn't work worth a darn. And as a matter of fact, Tom, it's funny that you would call about that because my... Uh, question and answer column in the AJC next week is going to lead with that question exactly from another person who said, I've heard this formula with Epsom salts and Dawn dish detergent and you know, things like that to put down for right. weed control. 
And I say in my answer that this is a great formula for hogwash. You need to find some dirty <laughs> hogs to spray on it because it doesn't work to kill weeds. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, if you, you want to kill weeds, and have like a, a Roundup or something like that. No, 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 no. You, there's there are natural products that do kill weeds. Uh, acetic acid. If you get acetic acid up in the twenty percent range, it smells like vinegar, but it is industrial acetic acid. Because it smells like vinegar, people consider it a natural product, but 20% herbicidal uh, acetic acid works great and burns those weeds right down to the ground. Uh, okay. If you want something to buy closer to home, uh, Pike Nursery, I know, carries bonide products. There's a bonide product called uh, Burnout. Burnout has citric acid, citric, citric acid and clove oil in it. Both of those are considered natural uh, ingredients, and they both together work a great job in burning things down to the ground. They don't kill roots, so that's the advantage of Roundup, is Roundup is systemic. It goes in from the leaves into the roots, kills the whole plant, whereas these other more natural things just burn off the leaves. And sometimes that's fine. That's what you want. And if that's what you need in your situation, then use the uh, bonide burnout and use that. But it, <laughs> the Epsom salts and vinegar and dish detergent and all those things, dirty pigs, all, all it's effective <laughs> for cleaning. That's all that works. All right. Well, if I ever get any dirty pigs, I'll know what to do. Exactly. You know what to use, Tom. Well, thanks. thanks for the help, Alder. You bet, man. We'll see you soon. 404-872-0707. Let's give away the weekend prize. We have a nice weekend prize back. Crystal Wheeler, our call screener today, is thinking of a number between 2 and 7. She'll reveal in just a minute to put my reading glasses on and put them on here so I can read what the weekend prize back is. To determine who wins a pair of tickets to see Chicago live in concert Saturday, October 12th. Check your calendars Saturday, October 12th at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. Tickets now on sale at LiveNation.com. The chance to see Chicago live in concert. Which caller? Crystal Wheeler. Caller number three. Caller number three to our contest line, 404-741-0750. Guests to see Chicago live October 12th at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. Caller number three, 404-741-0750. Dial carefully. A reminder, too, that if you go to my website, I talked a minute ago about the email newsletters you, you can subscribe to there. A couple of other things you can do is buy books. Who knew it? I have even written books about gardening. And you can get the Georgia Gardener's Guide, the Georgia Month-by-Month Garden Guide, and the Georgia Fruit, Vegetable, and Nut Book. And all those might be of use to you. At the very least, they are great in cures for insomnia. You read a couple of pages, you want to go to sleep, you lay down, there it is. You go to sleep. The pages from these books make great mulch. You can put the pages, tear them out, and put them onto the ground underneath your plants. Excellent mulch for you. Uh, the pictures in the back of myself and my co-author, Erica Glazner, very, very wonderful pictures there, very useful in the garden because you can take my picture, hang it in the garden, and you'll repel rabbits and deer and all color, sorts of pests and critters and bad insects. If you hang Erica's picture back there in your garden, though you hit butterflies and ladybugs and all the beneficial insects as well. You might find these books there on my website, WalterReeves.com, on my bookshelf button, and you can see if these books will be helpful for you. Oh, mercy. It's 828 News Talk WSB. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden and Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery after news. 
It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 835, 69 degrees outside. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reese and Georgia Gardner here to help you be more successful in your landscape by just talking to me. 404 is the number at Lawn and Garden, and you can talk to me. Or if you get better advice than myself, you talk to Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery. If I can get my cursor on my computer to go over here to the button, there it is. Hey, Mickey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. The, Technology just confuses me sometimes, and getting oh, the silly computer to work right and put you in the right place. There, well, there you, you find, are. You just need to find a six-year-old, and they'll show you how to do it. I have That's got a sound system in my. I've got a sound system for my big screen television set. I have not yet. I've had it two years and haven't yet figured out how to work the stupid sound bar for my television. I know. I know. Oh well. Oh well. But that's not here, what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about what is on sale at Pike Nursery for 20% off this weekend, and I'm hopeful. And you know fun. what it is. It's hydrangeas, and I'm, we are so excited. I have already had one caller this morning who had hydrangeas <laughs> on her mind, and I thought, man, you are going to have a great news at 835. <laughs> you know it. This has been a beautiful year for sure the French has. hydrangeas. It's just been gorgeous. Uh, you know, I always hear when we have a – a late frost or something like that, and they're not doing so good. I, I get to listen to it, but this year everybody's been so excited about them. You know, I think I think these hydrangeas are the ones when you think of hydrangeas are the the blue pink hydrangeas, yeah. and those are the ones that that we've seen. And around the old southern houses, they're just these great big beautiful mop head blooms. I just love them. I really do. But there are a lot of other different hydrangeas. You have all of them. Absolutely. For we do. We've got the we've got oak leaf hydrangeas, which are native hydrangeas. Um, we've got the uh, panicle hydrangeas, which are like the limelights and the vanilla strawberries, which yeah. are just have been so popular lately. And those bloom later, so you can have hydrangeas blooming from um, late long. spring through yeah. fall. And the panicle hydrangeas, the limelight and the strawberry <laughs> vanilla, both can be. In full sun, you don't have to have shade for them at all. They love. I being think in they sun. do better in full sun, sure. don't you? Sure, they do great. I love them. I love them, and they come in all different sizes now. We've got, we've just got so many different kinds, and that's what's so much fun about. And we've also got the Annabelle hydrangeas, yep. which flowers. we didn't have a lot of before, but now we've got lots of those. So those are the big, giant white blooms. What about the They're climbing beautiful. hydrangeas? You have the vine. We do. We've got those, and. Uh, I've got one of those at my house, and I just love them. They, yeah. they get really big. You need to, They grow slow at first, but then they get really big. If you've got a wall or a, a fence or something like that, they're beautiful. Uh, we need to remind folks that not only are all the hydrangeas at Pike Nurseries available, and they'll be 20% off this weekend, but they are guaranteed for life. These For plants, life. That's exactly right. cannot go wrong yeah. buying a shrub or a tree from Pike Nursery because they're guaranteed for life. Your life. That's not exactly the right. Life. That's not the shrub's life. Your life. Yeah. But uh, which is really good, and we 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 guarantee them. We sure do. So, what about the planting services and the landscape services too? You can use those, and they will come out and plant them for you. Yes, they will. Themselves. We have a a pick and plant 
that you can pick out your plants, including anything, anything we've got that you want to plant. Um, can you hear me all right? Yes, I'm sure outside can. and the wind's blowing. Oh, I can hear you fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but when we, um, you pick them out and they come, you tell them what you want and they come out and plant them for you. Or we can do a design for you as well. Do you, do you also in the summer hydrangea, Mickey? Oh, yeah. Yes. And you can pick them out when you go in the, the hydra, where the hydrangeas are. They're all the blue pots. You know, those are <laughs> right. in the summers. And they bloom on old wood, which is the, the first bloom. And then they bloom um, sporadically all through the summer. And new wood, on the and, new tissue. On the on new, the new wood, yeah. the old wood and the new wood. And those come in several different. We've got the, the traditional-looking mop head blue pink ones and then we've got the lace caps and then we've got the, there's some solid white mop mop heads as well and we've got a new one called cherry crush it is a bright 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 a dark pink it, it's exciting it's beautiful and this is one of the endless summer series? uh-huh i think it is yeah Ooh, i'm almost sure it is I'm, yeah I've you'll been see looking it for a in. bright bright pink hydrangea and that might just fill my build perfectly you need to do it you need to do it. And you know that the more alkaline the soil is, the pinker it's going to be. Right. The more acid the soil is, the bluer it's going to be. But some of them tend toward those colors, and that's the way this one does. Just this past crazy. week on uh, Tuesday, I had my teenage kid that's helping me during the summertime <laughs> to go out and put a bunch of left. I had some leftover lumpy concrete dust, and I told him, take this bag okay. of concrete dust and spread it underneath those hydrangeas. I want to make sure my soil is alkaline. I want them to be pink. They were five years ago, and gradually they turned back blue again. So I'm going to put some of the well, else's alkaline. Well, don't you think alkaline. that's why in okay. the South, when we, we think of hydrangeas, we think of blue ones because around here, or at least around here, most of our soils are acid. Yeah. yeah. But if you line them, if you don't have any concrete, you can come to pipe. Get, <laughs> get some, some lime. Some get lime. some <laughs> garden lime. Put it right there as well. So or Mickey, if you want them to be blue, or you can use aluminum sulfate. Okay. What about classes? Any classes coming up? Uh, we've got our kids' class Wednesday on seeds, and that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna we've got a succulent class coming up. We've got in July. We've got a succulent class, and I think a lawn class, and that's going to be at several different stores. They're, they're not for the so kids, though. Those, those are the adult classes. Kids, no. <laughs> that's why. And we've got two more kids' classes. We got the seed class and the. Um, you had a bird's um, class in there. The bird class. Yeah. Yeah. Last week we had one on herbs and we had so much fun at West Cobb. We had a great time. We've got a great group there. I get to do that one. Yeah. And then, um, but the bird class, and we had a critter class the week before. That was fun too. So. Well, Mickey, I know there's got a lot of information here, but the main thing hydrangeas, all hydrangeas are on sale 20% off. Tell the cashier, get some potting soil and some starter fertilizer <laughs> to put in there. And uh, if you want to hire somebody to plant them for you, they'll do that for you as well at Pike Nursery. All you have to do is call them or go, drop by. And how would we find the local Pike Nursery closest to us, Mickey? At pikenursery.com. Indeed you would. Mickey, it's great talking to you. You have a great day. We'll see, see you soon. See you next Saturday. 404 is my number. We've got Joe and Lovejoy who joins us. Hey, Love. Hey, Joe, I mean. Hey, Love, either way. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, Walter. How can I help? I have Joe? a centipede lawn. Yeah. In my backyard, I guess it's probably thirty to forty feet from a house to the tree line. Yeah. And it's always been a little thin on the tree line side, but it's full sun, you know, 
most of the day. Anyway, moss slowly creeped in from the tree line. The grass was thin anyway, and the moss was green. I didn't mind too much. Yeah. The moss is now out in the full sun halfway mm. to the house, and it's a half-inch thick. It's like walking on a sponge. Eee. <laughs> what, what can I do? We need to slow the moss down and encourage the centipede. Right, moss, and I was told lime would do it, but lime, centipede don't like lime. Yeah, and the the moss is, is, for whatever reason, is able to find the conditions that it likes. It doesn't kill grass. What it does is just takes advantage of grass thinning out. And so we've got two things here. Weaken the moss, strengthen the centipede. That's what we're going to do. So to weaken the moss, use one of the moss getter-out chemicals. Iron sulfate is the active ingredient in the moss out, I believe is the brand name you'll find at Pike. Moss out, and you put that on the lawn or on the area where they have the moss, and the moss turns black, basically, and uh, starts thinning out and going away. But at the same time, you have to make the centipede stronger. And for that, Joe, I think you need a soil test done because that'll tell you exactly which nutrients are in the soil, which ones are low, what the pH is, so you know if it does need lime or not. And uh, that way we'll make the centipede happier by fertilizing it properly and make it take the place of the moss that you've uh, made go away. So that's what I think you need to do. Okay, the iron sulfide won't hurt the centipede then? Nope, nope. Read the label. Okay. Make sure you follow the label, but it should not hurt the lawn. But it will hurt them. Will hurt the moss. Okay. Thank you very much. That's what I was. What I needed. You told me exactly what I wanted to hear. That's exactly there is, my there job. Is, there is hope. <laughs> there is hope, Joe. And this this show sometimes gives people hope they did not think hope existed. It is there. Right. For you. I, you can pull, you can pull it up. And it'll yeah. come out in a patch. Sure. Oh, course. six or eight inches. Of, you know. And don't forget, there are people in the neighborhood at Lovejoy Joe that want your moss to uh, put in their backyard and have a moss lawn. So if you pull it up, at least yeah. offer it to people to say, hey, would anybody like some moss put in your lawn in your backyard where you have a real shady place they want to grow moss back there instead? Okay. I didn't know anybody ever actually used moss for lawn, but I oh, thought gosh, of it. Yeah. Well, that was the reason I let it go because it, it was green and it looked pretty good out there. And uh, but it took over. Yeah, before you put the moss out out on your uh, area, ask your friends and neighbors. Say, is anybody growing a moss lawn? Would you like some? Maybe even offer to let them come over to your yard and dig it all up. That'd be a way to get rid of it without even spreading anything for it, Joe. We've got uh, Gene in Peachtree Corners joining us. Hey, Gene. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, they, we're having. I live in a condo. And we're having a painting project and. They were told to cut some of the shrubs back from the house, but they also and were told not to cut my arborvitae. Uh-oh. They have cut the backside of the arborvitae. Uh, it's my understanding it will not grow back. Is that correct? That is correct. As soon as you said arborvitae and cut back, I thought, oh, this is not a story that Gene wants to hear. Well, but that's true. Well, I'm really upset back. about it. And they left, you know how the inside of it is all... Um, sort of funny Brown. so when i look yeah. out my windows that's what i see and um oh gene just, what can we do for you how, <laughs> how tall how big are the arborvitae now gene well they're to the top of the house oh and it, they could have painted mm. without uh, i yeah. mean just cut out yeah. a little bitty place where the gutters were and painted but they cut the whole thing man gene i don't have a solution for you if I were being silly, I'd say put spray paint out there and spray paint the inside of the arborvitae so you don't see all that brown 
Let me what, set aside. But... Something brown, you think? A green? <laughs> green, exactly. Green spray paint. That's this. It's not going to come back. That's the nature of I, arbor I that. and junipers. Uh, and I'm so upset. Uh, yeah. These were put out in 1904, oh, so they are big. Big, big, big guys. Yeah. I wish I had better news for you, Gene. I do not. Well, I they were told not to cut this, and they did yeah. it anyway. Yeah. So. You, you can settle that with them, but I don't have a solution for you other than replacing the plants. If you want green to look out, look at out of your window, then replace them or get the green spray paint, but I don't have any other solution for you. Okay, well, thank you very much. I thought I was right about yeah. that, but... Thanks for nothing, that's what you say, Gene. Right. Thanks for not helping me. I am most upset about yeah, this. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I guess you have to be there and just be right on top of folks, some of the folks that come in to paint. Right, I wasn't here work. when they were cutting, and yeah. so I came back and... Um, there you go. I was... Gene, I hope you have a better day than this information makes you have today this morning. I hope you do. But that is the story of the lie. If junipers and arborvitae, you cannot cut them back into the brown part. They will not turn back green. It's 848. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade from Atlanta's Morning News on WSB. Our 24-hour news center delivers updates all weekend. Depend on it. We'll be here Monday morning, 430 till 9, for breaking news and traffic and weather every six minutes. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves. Waiting for the break of day. Searching for something to say. Flashing lights against the sky. Giving up hot they brought to you by Finley Roofing. Today, sunny day, high of 86, a low overnight, 68 degrees. Tomorrow, more sun, high of 90, and low of 70 overnight. Your full weekend forecast comes in in 10 minutes at News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I was prepared for a question just a moment ago about whether you could use sedge ender or the other chemicals that, per, that control nut sedge on a new zoysia lawn. And somehow our caller got cut off, and I was all prepared, so I'm going to go ahead and answer his question right now. Here's the situation. guy has a new, newly sodded zoysia lawn, and he has little sprouts of nutgrass. And you, if you've never seen nutgrass sprout, it is a terrible weed, and it sprouts very, very distinctly. Little shiny grass blades, look like grass anyway. They come up about five or six inches above the sod, and again, very shiny and very pointed on the end. Underground, they make little nuts, little bitty nuts, so they can make little chains of nuts through the ground. And each one of those nuts will sprout. And you'll have another little sprout of weed, another sprout, another sprout of nut grass. And pretty soon, the whole lawn is covered with these little green sprouts of nut sedge. And it is hard to get the zoysia grass to recover from it. So how do you control the nut sedge? You use products that have... Uh, specific chemicals in them. I know Pike sells a product called uh, Sage Ender, and Sage Ender has sulfentrazone and prodiamine, I think. And there are other ones called halosulfuron, that's Sage Hammer, halosulfuron, there's more than that. But any of these nut sage controlling products are very, it's very important to read the label and know exactly what to do and how much chemical to put down and over what larger an area you have of your new lawn. You can use it on established grasses pretty readily. Any of these products can be used on established grasses, fescue and Bermuda and soil readily. 
But when you have a newly sighted lawn, that's what this guy has, a newly sighted zoysia lawn, you need to wait until at least two mowings, I would say. Until you've got a good rooted down side, you pull on it, it will not come up. And two mowings would be the minimum. Three mowings would be even better. So you wait until you've mowed the zoysia side three times, and then you can use one of the nut sage ending products. Again, sage ender is one product Bonide makes at Pike Nursery Cells. Uh, how sulfuron is a different product completely, but it also controls its uh, sulfentrazone all by itself. Sometimes it's sold as a nut sedge control product as well. But the key product, the key thing is to know how much you're putting down, measure it exactly, know how much of an area you have in your lawn, be sure you know exactly how many square feet. Don't exceed the label because you will yellow up that grass pretty badly if you use too much that you shouldn't use too much. It's been a great Saturday morning. I got to work with Crystal Wheeler once again, screening our call. Ashley Frasca will be back next Saturday morning to screen call as she normally does. Justin Ovi does a great job choosing our music, keeping us on the air, and making our engineering process go so smoothly. Thank you, Justin, for all the work you do each morning. If you didn't get your question answered today, go to my website, WalterReeves.com. You can follow me on Pinterest. You can follow me on Twitter, on Facebook. I post things oh, two or three times during the week and tell you what I've seen and what you need to know for that particular week's conditions. Also, you can subscribe to our email newsletter that's up in the right-hand corner. Subscribe to the newsletter. You get a little newsletter every other Thursday. It's been a great Saturday morning. Dave Baker's here. The Home Fixing Show is straight ahead. Friends, I will see you right here next Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. for another edition of Lawn and Garden. See you then.